Thou shalt not commit adultery. Those who commit adultery will have their part in the lake of fire that burneth forever. That's the law. That's the judgment. If you confess and admit your guilt, you come before the judge, you come before the justice bar, and you are guilty there. He says that's the law, and everybody would have to say yes and amen. But he being the judge says, I pardon you. You can go free. Now, we have an illustration in that, don't we? In the woman that was caught in adultery in John chapter 9, when they brought her before Jesus, and they said, we caught her in the very act. She never denied her guilt. And when it was all said and done, what did Jesus say to her? Is there anyone that condemns you? Over in the book of Romans, there's a wonderful scripture. <laughs> oh, I wish I had it. Uh, sometimes the Holy Spirit does this to me. In Romans 8 and verse 33 and 34, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us? What does that mean? Let me give it to you in another translation. Who is in a position above God to judge you? Nobody. When you come to the justice bar of God and you repent, you confess, you repent, and God deals with it, that's all, boys. Nobody else can set themselves above that and say, well, you know what you did a long time ago. If you want to get my ruffles up, you just start bringing up past sins that are under the blood. I won't tolerate it because you are setting yourself above God. Jesus died for those sins. They are covered by the blood. You best leave them there, because if you don't, God's going to call you into judgment. You say, well now, pastor, wait a minute. What if they continue? That's a whole different ballgame, folks. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody commits something, does something wrong, and you won't forget it. And you use it to either twist them or turn them or, or something. And you, parents, I'm talking to you. If they've done something and they have approached unto God and confessed, repented, you better do the same. You better forgive. Or you're going to put yourself above God. Well, how do I know they won't do it again? Well, how do I know you won't do it again? How do you know anybody won't do it again? If they do it again, we'll deal with it. Amen? We'll deal with it then. If they keep on doing it, then we'll have a good long talk discussion and put them in Discipleship 101. Because they've got a problem. They're not growing. They're worldly-minded. They need help. They don't need to be thrown out. Some churches have the ministry of excommunication. Us foe and no more. If you don't come up to our standard, you're out of here. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Boom. One failure and that's all. Can't live that way. It's not God's way.